Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Security news this week. Hackers used two Firefox zero days to hit a crypto exchange. By Emily Dreyfus. The week began with a tricky Google Calendar phishing scam and ended with Iran ramping up its cyber attacks against the U.S. as talk of war with that nation mounts. That, as they say, escalated quickly. Before things took a turn for the geopolitical, we walked you through a dead simple way to stop data breaches with database encryption. We explained why Google is getting retro when it comes to ways to encrypt data sets. We reported that a Minnesota cop who spied on his colleague's private DMV data was fined $585,000. And we implored you to switch to a private browser, finally. But back to war. Tensions with Iran's ally Russia are also worryingly high, and we explained why it appears the U.S. is doing the exact wrong thing if the goal is to avoid a cyber war. We went in-depth on the message the U.S. is sending Russia about its nuclear experiments, do as we say, not as we do. And then, just as the week was ending, Iran went and shot a $220 million U.S. surveillance drone out of the sky, which didn't really help alleviate tensions. Of course, that's not all that happened in the privacy and security world this week. Every Saturday, we round up the stories we didn't break or report on in depth, but which you should know about nonetheless. Coinbase narrowly escapes hacking attempt using two Firefox zero days. Cryptocurrency exchanges are a juicy target for hackers for at least one obvious reason. They're full of money that can be drained remotely. This week, it came out that currency exchange Coinbase successfully fought off an attack that targeted its employees in an apparent attempt to do just that. The attack, according to ZDNet, exploited two zero-day bugs in Firefox. The first zero-day made headlines midweek when Mozilla confirmed that it had patched a bug which would allow hackers to gain remote access to a Firefox browser and execute code. In order for that first bug to work, though, hackers needed a second bug to let it execute the code. Turns out, before Mozilla's patch, the hackers had both and had attempted to compromise Coinbase employees so they could breach their network and steal money. Luckily, not only did Coinbase and an outside researcher notice the bugs, but Coinbase picked up on the attack before any money could be stolen or the network could be infiltrated. That customs and border hack revealed much more than the government admitted. 
When Customs and Border Protection confirmed last week that one of its biometric surveillance contractors had been breached, it apparently underplayed how bad the situation was. And to be honest, it already sounded bad. At the time, the agency said that 100,000 images of faces and license plates of immigrants, citizens, and asylum seekers had been stolen and leaked online, but that none had shown up on the dark web. Now, the Washington Post says there's actually far more sensitive information from the breach spreading across the Internet. So much material, totaling hundreds of gigabytes, that the Washington Post required several days of computer time to capture it all, the Post writes. Rather than showing the product of a single government surveillance contractor, the Post reports that the documents reveal a vast surveillance network the government is hoping to keep under wraps. The data includes details of ongoing surveillance, including non-disclosure agreements with Microsoft and Northrop Grumman, Homeland Security handbooks, surveillance budgets, hardware blueprints, and schematics, as well as future plans for expanding facial recognition programs. All told, the data reveals the inner workings of a vast surveillance network at the border and how it relies on a small group of private companies and contractors. Ransomware hackers got a big payday in Florida. Baltimore is fighting the good fight. Since ransomware attackers took over its networks on May 8th, the Maryland metropolis has vowed not to pay them, struggling to provide city services as its networks remain frozen. Not so in Florida, where the city of Riviera Beach opted instead to pay the hackers, who have held their computers hostage for the past three weeks, the $600,000 they demanded. The Palm Beach suburbs' leaders said they felt they had no choice but to pay. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.